0: Theater of Heels, Chapter 24, Contractual Obligations. The elevator door pinged open, and Erica stepped onto the landing, rubbing her temple. Jefferson looked up from the book he was reading. Ah, I was wondering when you were going to finish your conversation. Rage coursed through her as Erica stomped up to him. You knew that was going to happen, didn't you? She accused. My dear, your astuteness never fails to impress me. Jefferson's voice dripped with sarcasm. He sighed as he put down his book. I'm sorry, but it was the only way. I did try to warn you. What? That cryptic message before you left the room? That was your warning? I don't know. Next time, try something a little more clear. Like, your throat will squeeze shut and you'll get the worst headache in your life. You try to speak about the secret society you just discovered? My dear... Surely, even one as breathtakingly naive as yourself can recognize how ridiculous that sounds? So, my warning was a little dramatic. Sue me. Before I started cracking lightning and acquiring ill-gotten gains, I was a career thespian. Erica looked at him perplexed. Don't you have to be a woman and... and... Thespian, girl! A stage actor! My God, your command of the English language is downright repugnant. What do they teach you in school these days? Did you just have to be able to comprehend Dr. Seuss to graduate high school? Hey, I made my first working rocket pack out of aluminum foil, my mom's purse, some hairspray, and a toaster in the first grade. So unless you're holding three doctorates in your hand, let's not go casting stones at my education. Point, Jefferson admitted. Huh. "'Point,' Jefferson admitted. "'How did your initial adventure into aeronautics work out?' "'I flew five feet off the ground for thirty seconds.' "'Impressive.' "'Well, yeah.' "'But then it blew up and I broke my arm and pissed off my parents something fierce,' Erica admitted." Jefferson snorted. "'How was I supposed to know at five that Gucci was a valuable brand name? I mean, she had like a dozen other purses.' Princess, you are certainly one of a kind. Jefferson sighed. (sighs) I'm sorry I did not warn you more coherently. I have always found, regardless of the profession, that experience is the greatest teacher. I knew once you found yourself speechless, you would have turned to me, and I would have been equally dumb in the given scenario. You had to learn eventually that you couldn't break your contract even if you wanted to. You cannot talk about the business unless you know they are also in the know. This is a proverbial cross to bear. You are cyclically bound to keep its secrets like the rest of us poor sods. Now you can fully appreciate the complications of your double life. Double lives suck. grumbled Erica. Please enunciate my dear princess. Please enunciate my dear princess. If you and I are going to be partners. It would be a much more pleasant experience for me if you spoke clearer. Partners? Erica mentally ciphered through the Rolodex of yesterday's events. We have been over this before. I will take you under my wing and show you the ropes, so to speak. We have good chemistry. You were serious about that? Why would I have arranged for all this to be set up in here otherwise? He waved his hand at the room beyond the landing. Erica looked around and her jaw went slack as she took in the room for the first time. Whereas Jefferson's loft took up the entire floor of the building, her workroom took up twice as much. The ceiling between one level and the other was knocked out to allow room for all the equipment that filled the space. Penelope, in her B-up condition, was lying on an actual car lift. Across one of the main work slabs was her shattered robot's pieces. Beyond it was a plethora of other equipment that would have made those in the academy's tech lab jealous. There were diagnostic tools, fabricating molds, experimental energy conduits, and scaffolds. There was even a reinforced test range in the far corner. It was everything she had ever wanted in a lab. Jefferson stepped up beside her. I will say this for our mysterious publicists. They can certainly be quite efficient given the opportunity. What do you think of your workshop, princess? All the fear and uncertainty she felt in the last few days melted as one thought coalesced. This is so cool. Did the board just give us all this equipment for free? Uh, no, my dear. They expect full payment with interest in return for their investment in you. They do? How much do we owe them? About ten to twenty million dollars. Twenty million dollars? She exclaimed. Where are we going to come out with that kind of money? monitor the old-fashioned way princess we're going to rob some banks thank you for listening to this episode of theater appeals i hope you enjoyed my tale of heroes and villains if you like this story perhaps you might like other tales created by me christopher Chansey. my other podcast the skies embrace is an epic fantasy that follows the exploits of the crew of the skyship the maiden's arrow as they navigate the perils of the clouds I also have another podcast titled Stories by the Fire. It's an eclectic range of short stories and longer epics told in a darker ambiance. All these tales and more are available on my website, ChristopherChancy.com, and my YouTube channel. Theater of Heels and my other novels are also available on Amazon.com and other fine book retailers. If you'd like to support my work, please consider joining my Patreon family at patreon.com. Slash Christopher Chansey. There you get exclusive insights and sneak peeks into my work, projects, artwork, and novels, as well as get access to exclusive merch. As always, thank you for stopping by and listening. May your journey always be a heroic one. Farewell.